0: On today's episode, I sit down with Mike Zagare. Mike is a former physio turned e-commerce entrepreneur, launching everything from PPC Entourage to his agency arm, to everything in between. He's got hugely aspirational goals and talks a lot about focus and how to actually achieve all that you want to achieve. I really enjoyed sitting down with him. I hope you guys enjoy listening in. Hi, and welcome to Successful Scales. The show where I interview now successful professionals about their journey and try and garner insights onto any tips that can be applied to your business at home, whether it's financial freedom or the exit of your company, wherever your journey may take you. The idea here is to simply learn from those who have done it before. I hope you enjoy and you get some value out of this. Buckle up and enjoy the episode. Mike. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time out of your day to hop on. Yoni, it's a pleasure to be, be here. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. For sure. Well, mate, we've had uh, some great back and forths. And I feel like every Absolutely. time every time we sit down together, it just ends up being this long-winded conversation of something that was nothing based on what the agenda was supposed to be. So hopefully, hopefully, because I'm not the best at keeping things on track, but hopefully I can do a better job of that today. Um so before we kind of get into to you know those nuggets of wisdom that you'll obviously share with people around the challenges that existed in your experience, I think it's probably a good starting point to to maybe tell people a little bit about your experience and and, and who is who is the guy I'm sitting in front of.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I consider myself a recovering physical therapist. And I say this because I spent about 10 years doing physical therapy, pretty much miserable. But in those 10 years, I built a physical therapy, a home care physical therapy business. So I got my my feet wet in business and I learned how to build systems. I learned how to manage a team who was going into these different homes across New York. And I got a taste for it so that when Amazon was available, that opportunity became available, I was ready to take it on because I just knew physical therapy wasn't right for me. So that is who I am. In 2015, I started an Amazon-based company, and we started selling on Amazon in the pet pet supply uh, category, and we did really, really well. Most of that was because of advertising, and I had no idea—I had no, you know, Google background in in advertising or anything like that, or SEO background. But I learned Amazon-sponsored product inside and out, like in 2016, and because of that, we were able to scale one brand. And it was very easy to do back then, but then we took the systems that we built, we made the blueprint series to help a lot of other sellers out. And then we also built the PPC Entourage tool in 2016. And here we are four years later, I get to go on great calls like with Yoni. We talk about the uh, the, the vision of the future for e-commerce and all these different great projects that are coming out from it. So very excited to be here, Yoni.
0: Yeah, mate. Um, such an, I actually didn't know that that was your your background before. You know, I know you as the guy who is the you know the PPC master when it comes to all things Amazon and running the agency. So pretty cool for me just to find out some of your your background there.
1: Yeah, I haven't treated a patient since two thousand and sixteen. I remember the date January twenty first, two thousand sixteen, and my license has recently expired. So I, there's no going back for me.
0: Well, I think, uh, I think you're on to a winner here, mate. It sounds like you're helping a lot of people and a lot of businesses. So um, I think the world's definitely a better place with you, uh, you know, looking at scale and actually doing things to help the masses. So, yeah, really, again, appreciate your time. Um, so, so you, you know, so you, you've come in here, you've obviously transitioned, you're, you're working now um, in something that i mean you know whether it was purpose driven or not you've stumbled upon something that you've really turned into you know carving out a real niche here. you know when we talk about ppc entourage as a tool um, there's not a whole lot of players in this space that are doing things that i'm at least that i'm aware of and that i have come across but maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about um, ppc entourage because i'm just curious to, to, to understand kind of the mechanics there a little bit
1: yeah, so it's become a bit of a crowded space over the last couple of years, but back when I started, there was really one other tool, and there was a couple of all-in-one tools that, are tink- that were tinkering in the space back then, and now they do have a, a PPC manager built into their tool. But we wanted to build a really robust set of tools to help sellers who really did not want to get into spreadsheets. I, when, I t- when I take a look at spreadsheets, uh, my, ha- my eyes cross. And I'm like, you know what? It's probably not just me who, when I see a spreadsheet, I have absolutely no idea what to do. Nor do I have the passion to learn what to do. I just don't see that. You know, didn't see the need. But I knew that there was a an opportunity right there to turn that pain point into um, a tool or a software. And back then, in 2016. We, we made it come to life back then I really had you know, no clue what I was doing. I have to be honest, absolutely no idea what I was doing. And I made a thousand mistakes and maybe we'll go over some of those mistakes today or not. But the point is, you know, it was kind of just like, let's just make a piece of software. Let's do it. You know, I mean, I have a physical therapy background, so made a lot of mistakes, but we wanted to really fill that, uh, that need in the marketplace to scale a business using advertising and back then, it was as simple as throwing hundreds or thousands of keywords into a campaign, knowing how to find them, and then just like letting all hell break loose. And it, a lot of times it actually worked really well because you didn't, it, it was so new. But now you need a system in place. I know we're talking about that today. You need a system to structure campaigns. You need a system to find the right keywords. You need a system to to, uh, find your audience. All of these different things make up a really good campaign strategy, whereas back in the day, it was so simple and easy. Um, So just like Amazon advertising, PPC Entourage has evolved. And over the years, we've added all these different tools and features and automations. And the core of our tool still, though, to this day, is to help sellers eliminate the need to use spreadsheets love it
0: love it um that is uh that is the bane of my existence you know you start talking about uh v lookups and everything that relates to 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 the excel world and you know you've lost me um i think i'm more we're talking a bit before but i'm a lot more like you and sort of the creative mind and you know, that that to me is it's too structured. Um, so so for sure. I think that's yep. that's g- gonna be super helpful for a lot of people to to not have to delve in and become an expert in something that is really just a, a bridge to getting to the outcomes that they're really after.
1: Yeah, and if spreadsheets are your thing, I totally, you know, it's a great idea to to really leverage those and get into them and, and do that. So I'm not like saying, you know, spreadsheets aren't good. It's just that as as, as entrepreneurs, as busy entrepreneurs, there's so many different hats that we have to wear. And I know people like you are helping sellers uh, learn how to scale. And I think one of the lessons that I learned is practice, work on what I'm good at or st- stick stick to what I'm really good at. And, um, and and that was not spreadsheets in this example.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, can, uh, I, I can relate. Well, you've actually built in the perfect segue there, whether intentional or not. Um, you know, you're talking right now about kind of, You've found where you're good at. You've understood that this is where you are going to specialize. Um, you know, along that journey, and you know, bringing it back to the fact that we're talking about successful scales here. Help me understand some of the things across your journey that have been those real challenging things, those moments where, if someone had told you, avoid doing this, or this is probably the the road less traveled, but something you should do. Like, what are some of the things that you know for anyone listening out there? what would you say is something that they should be avoiding or something that's really had impact in your career in terms of this learning curve that we're all
1: going through? So you guys and girls have probably all heard about this before, but um, it's easy for entrepreneurs. I'll, I'll talk for myself. It's easy for myself to get distracted with the next shiny object. And there's multiple times that I look back in the past five years that had I not gotten distracted, I would have been way more ahead than even where we are right now. I mean, there's been times where, even if I look back to my Amazon business, PPC Entourage was the distraction to the Amazon business. It was like, oh, this is going really well. Let me go and do this. Now, those two things really worked well together and they were compatible. But there's times where I've gotten to things that were completely like physical therapy and e commerce, completely different. And it's so easy to get off track that way. So I I heard, um, I went to a presentation years ago. Um, Who's who's the guy from Priceline? I forget his name, but he was there presenting and he built a he built priceline.com and he was talking about how he's built all these successful companies and the key to him building these successful companies was going all in for about a period of 3 to 5 years. All in no distractions, one thing and entirely focused on that one thing. Um, and that really resonated with me at the time and I think had I gone Uh, were to do things differently. I would focus on one thing and simply just go all in as opposed to having four or five different pots stirring in the background on top of what I was doing, my main focus.
0: I I think that's great advice and that's the eternal battle also for someone like me too. Um, It's, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, shiny object syndrome, I think they call it. And it's very easy to, see that next opportunity to see that there's a market for it and that you can service it and that you can deliver on it. But, um, to, to go deep, to invest the time and to stay, you know, very acutely focused on what it is you set out to achieve is, you know, is, is definitely a fundamental of, of having success in anything, but also obviously when we talk about scale here, um, you know, you lose sight of it. So on that journey, right. You know, you're saying that you, 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 you built PPC Entourage as the distraction. And here we sit today is, you know, you still have multiple businesses and you've got multiple tools and you're working on lots of projects and you're not going to change the DNA that makes you, you. And I think that that's also something that um, is what makes the, the brilliance behind what, what, what guys like you and I do is that you, you also need to lean into that and understand that you're, you're probably seeing things that not every single person is, and that is how you can leverage it. But, how did, you, how did you essentially kind of come to that conclusion? What did it feel like? Like, what's, the, what's been the struggle around that? You know, I know you've got a few other opportunities that you're entertaining right now. Like, how do you, how do you keep that focus? How do you make sure that you, what does leaning in for three to five years actually mean
1: to you? So it's funny you say that because the Amazon business that we had, the e-commerce business that we had, because we were focused on PPC Entourage, and I think PPC Entourage is my passion um, more than e commerce. Because we were so focused on PPC Entourage, a lot of things got uh, messed up, and we started to get way distracted with that business. So I witnessed one of my businesses basically go, it started to decay as a result of that focus. You know, what you focus on expands. Um, so what we would do is like, we, we thought we were doing the right thing for our e-commerce business, but we were trying to be too aggressive and we weren't focused on that enough. And little by little, there was these little paper cuts that broke down that business enough to the point where it's not where it was two to three years ago, um, because we were focusing in on PPC Entourage. So that was a major, that was a major point right there because we could have sold that business three or four years ago for multiple millions of dollars. And we didn't because we were not focused on that business. We were focused on entourage. And as you know, I built the margins tool. We also built the spotlight tool and we have an agency. So like right there is where my focus was. And like, we would do things like over order in our purchase orders and then Amazon would make a mistake. And then, you know, we would not know our margins and that's how the margins tool came about. So I'm not saying that, um, you know, I would do anything differently, looking back i because from all those those issues that we had, a lot of tools came out about uh, with PPC entourage and the margin tool. so let me give you an example. we didn't know our margins for our Amazon business, and one day we realized that a big chunk of our margins were being eaten alive by over um by these fBA fees that were just eating alive our different uh our SKUs, like one, one had a 65% FBA fee margin impact. Had I not gone through that experience, I never would have built the margins tool. So out of pain came that that need to say, okay, I need to know exactly to the T how much money I'm making in my business so that this doesn't continue to happen to my Amazon business and as a result, help other Amazon sellers in the process. The same thing with the bulk editor for PPC entourage. I listened to Amazon when they told me to update my bids because we had this grandiose scheme to increase our sales by you know whatever percentage with a certain ACOS. And they said all you have to do is upload this bulk file. Well, I didn't know any better 2017. I figured they knew better. I did that, it screwed up everything, Yanni. Everything. My bids went to hell in a handbasket. We started spending a ton of money on PPC where we had it all dialed in before. Well, as a result of that, we built the bulk editor inside of the PPC Entourage tool. I needed a quick solution to fix everything. So I wouldn't change it because of what came from it, but I would now in the future learn from those mistakes and say, okay, I need to be dialed in. I can't be 20 million directions. Otherwise, things like that can happen again. You know, and I also realized that not only do I need to be dialed in, but the people that I work with, my partners have to be dialed in as well. And I'm going to share another mistake that we made in that business. My best friend that I grew up with in first grade became my business partner in my Amazon and in entourage business. We became business partners together. You guys, you guys, still, you guys, still partners? You guys, still friends? We still are. I just texted him before. We're really good friends. We actually did the, you know, what we did, um, rum good. tasting the other day. Good to so hear. We're cool. Everything's good, really good. But there was a difference there. He's still working full time and I'm not. So, that energy, that focus, that intensity was not there for him in terms of his focus on this project. And it wasn't uh, good for the business as a whole. And why I'm saying this is, is if you're looking to go into business and you're looking to take on a partner, make sure that they're also focused fully in on what you're doing as opposed to being distracted with four or five different things. Because it's great to have that support. And it could be anyone to have that support to support your business but is it the right fit for you right now to help you really get to where you want to be if you're going to scale? And looking back, him and I have had this conversation. We said, yeah, it looked good at the time, but he was you know, still working and probably wasn't the best fit. And Now we know that going forward. And now there's another lesson for me as I go on to uh, my future.
0: I mean, that's a that's a great learning. And I, I, had a, I had a similar learning, but I think I was trying to go down the solopreneur route. And I realized like, as much success as you can have as an individual, and even when you build teams around you, uh, for me, it was really important to have a partner and, and really partners in everything that's being created to, to have that sounding board. You know, I, I feel like I'm a little bit like you in that where you know, I won't actually speak for you, but for me, you know, I have 20 ideas a day. Maybe if I'm lucky, one of them is going to be a good idea. And so I have someone who's really holding those balances and checks and are as committed as I am to the vision and the direction and driving, you know, into the same direction. So they'll pull me up and say, Hey, you know, call your jets. Let's think about this for a couple of months before we decide to pivot the entire operation into a new market or a new direction. And, I think that yeah, that the exactly what you're sharing. Having someone that's on the same page and as invested as you are, living and breathing the the delivery, is is essential to see you know the the true success of the of the business come to life.
1: Yeah, and ideally that person is complimentary, just like you said, and can help you steer uh, your decisions in the right directions. Because I I get on on a you know wild tangent too as times, like you said, twenty ideas a day. It happens, so well said
0: and 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 on that point too um you know something from 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 me or my experience is that you know you're having all these ideas and you're trying to you're trying to take over the world and do all that you can to you know have the most impact and support your employees and your clients and your partners and every single person that you can but i think that um you know, when we talk about focus and, you know, you kind of talked about the fact that you've got the margins tool and PPC entourage and the agency, and there's probably 10 other tools that you're probably working on right now. Um, the reality is like having the right people who actually can deliver on that operational level are, you know, instrumental. Like when I meet anyone who's a COO or an ops manager, for me, those are the people that I'm essentially like in awe by. I, I am not that person. And so what they can do in in a day, in a week, in a month and bring it all together, it's like, I wish. I I wish I had that skill, I don't. Um, So I think that, I don't know, is that something that resonates with you when you talk about how you're actually bringing it all together? Like what what does your team look like inside of PPC Entourage and the agency?
1: Yeah, I didn't realize how much or how important that was to bring things all together until you know I, I started my first business. I was doing home care, physical therapy, and it was all in the home. And we had people calling me and I had to do billing and we had therapists calling me and everything was coming to me. And I realized, oh, my gosh, this is not going to work out. So back then I started building systems. Uh, I started building a system for, you know, onboarding new clients, a system for training new therapists, all the stuff. And it was all web based. So I do get a rush out of building the systems myself. I don't think it's my forte. I think creativity is something that I'm really good at, but I love also building systems and tweaking those systems along the way. So we have systems now for everything. Um, you know, we have systems for the blueprint series, the playbook series, to train other Amazon sellers to learn some of the uh, different strategies involved with setting up their campaigns. We have a system for onboarding a new client that's really thorough. Like, if somebody comes in our system, they're actually um, pretty impressed by the system that they go through and how thorough the evaluation is of their account and what they're, you know, what we go through in terms of evaluating their margins, evaluating their brand, evaluating their profit margins, like their goals, everything, putting everything all together. So, in answer to your question, we have a ton of systems in place. It's still getting better. Like, there's things that I realize still need some work. Um, and improvements and tweaks, but for the most part, you know, I love taking a system and, and making it work and seeing everything come to life. And then in terms of the operational manager, I have a, a rock star on my team who makes it all happen. I mean, he is an absolute rock star. He, he takes whatever idea I have for a system and he, he just makes it 10 times better. And then he implements and sets up all the triggers, the alerts, the emails, the, the, all the kind of things that just make it very smooth and seamless as we go. Um, so without him, I think I'd be in a world of hurt. He's a he's a big he's a big rock star on our team that helps to put all the pieces together.
0: Love that, and uh, yeah, I mean, I literally built a company to support exactly that. So I know the value of you know the business analysts and the ops managers and the consultants that can actually help kind of piece that all together. Uh, I had a question for you, and now I've forgotten it, but I'm gonna go and lead him with another one, and. Um, sure you know, through, 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 ah, I've got it. Uh, I've got it. I was going to say to you, I I mean, I'm like you, I love building a process. My favorite thing in the world is building a process and, you know, kind of uh, crafting it. And, 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 and that's where the magic happens around the creativity, figuring out how to create that level of efficiency that, you know, you could only dream of how good are you at following those processes though, my friend, that's my question to you.
1: Yeah. That's, so that's the fun part is creating it. The hard part is actually following through. And that's why I have the rock star on my team to help me follow through. And occasionally he'll get a, you know, I can hear it in his voice. He'd be like, well, you, you were doing it this way before. And, you know, what happened to that? And, you know, so I need him to balance out everything and to execute really well, because I, like you, love enjoying building the systems. Like we're working on new SOPs for, and that's basically what all the software tools are. It's just a bunch of systems that are built out to to, to turn into a piece of software. That's all it is. So you get to use that creative energy, that creative flow. It's amazing. But then you know what I need? I need need a really good system for myself to make sure I do everything that I put together. So I have a whiteboard behind me and there's daily tasks, there's weekly tasks, there's monthly tasks. And we follow objective and key results. I, I, I'm sure you're aware of that That book, Measure What Matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we follow that as our system to align our team together to hit the target and hit our goals. Um, but I would say in answer to your question, without a system for myself in place, I would be all over the place. I wouldn't be able to follow it quite that well.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I had to ask the question because, you know, as we speak more and more, I feel like we have a lot of similarities there and, the solution in our business is that Yanni's not allowed to go near anything inside of the operation because he breaks it. So, you know, I I always laugh with a consulting team. I'm like, I swear, I'll send you my resume. Please just look at it. I would love to be a consultant on the team, looking at other people's businesses, getting into the nitty gritty and fixing it. And they're like, there's no way you are working with us. Like you will destroy everything. You'll derail all the conversations. Nothing's gonna run on time. Like you just do what you do, and we'll do what we do. So, yeah, it sounds it sounds uh it sounds like it's a little bit of a little bit of uh, me in you there too.
1: Yeah, it sounds like there's some similarities. You know, who knows? Maybe we're the same type of entrepreneur. You know, everyone's a little bit different, but that's how I operate.
0: Love it. Okay, so, you know, you've gone through building. Um, you've gone through building a number of these tools. We're talking PPC Entourage here. You know, we had a bit of a conversation before around kind of the, the language that it's built in and, you know, hard decisions to make around the, the, the business as you grow and as you scale and as you look to the future as to like, you know, what's the direction of the company? What's the, what's the, what's the smartest move for me as a, as a business owner to make in terms of making sure that the ship is still kind of going in the right direction here is there anything that you would say more so looking back historically that you would have done differently, knowing what you know now about, you know, anything? It doesn't have to be necessarily a PPC entourage, the agency, but is there anything that you would in hindsight have done differently?
1: Yeah. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. So many, so many things. So first off I would get my foundation and structure in place right from the start. And I think the next project that I really dive into, I'm going to have this advantage as an entrepreneur because right now what we're doing with PPC Entourage is we're going back to the things that never really had a strong foundation. And I'll give you an example. Our branding used to go to our website and you would see, people would like kind of wonder what our company was all about. We had three different tools, we had an agency, but if you went to the homepage, you just saw information about PPC Entourage. There was no structure or clarity. So we spent a lot of time working on our branding, our core messages. We read a lot of books. We got a new website in place, um, SEO structure, all the stuff that is a, great for a super strong foundation, consulted with the right people, knowing that um, it's great to know that it's together now. But I mean, we've been a company now for four or five years, I wish it was together back in 2016. Uh, So I would say that is a big piece. And also, back in 2016, like I said, Yoni, I dove into this not knowing what I was really doing. So in terms of structure of the actual software itself, had I known more about uh, the different opportunities or different things that were available to me at the time, I w- probably would have made a different decision back then, which would have saved us a lot of time and energy. Um, so, in retrospect, I think having a really good store core uh, foundation and working on the foundational things, knowing your brand messaging, uh, knowing your having all your systems in place, knowing the, 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 your core offers, making sure all of that stuff is solid from the very beginning. And then moving on from there is good as opposed to piecemealing it together as you go, which is what we did.
0: I think that is absolutely sound advice. And it's exactly what we preach day in, day out in terms of the consulting practice: is that put a plan together and and execute. Don't try and make it up as you go along, because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I'm sure this quote is going to come up time and time again, but yeah. I mean, that's, that is such sound advice is, you know, it, it takes a second to know what, what effective planning looks like and building a roadmap and building a goal. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be something that is so well oiled and, you know, this hundred page document, you know, you could have something like a business model canvas or something to that effect where you just put the business idea, how you're going to attract the clients, how you're going to build it out, having your financials intact and, and going at that level is still better than having nothing in place at all. And, you know, I think we're all kind of going down that journey of, of figuring out. But yeah, to echo your position too, like we're working on a SaaS solution ourselves right now to support the Scala business. And we're doing literally a six-week, um, it's a six-week excursion into actually understanding what does the landscape look like? What's it going to take to develop? What sort of team do we need? How, you know, what language are we going to leverage? What are we going to actually have as the output? What does the target audience look like? Let's ask the questions. Let's understand the business problems that we're trying to solve. Like For six weeks, we're we're just trying to identify the product market fit before we even put, you know, forget a single line of code, a single, you know, bit of pen to paper as to what does this thing look like in its future state?
1: That six weeks well spent, you know, that, 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 that planning, that foundation, that structure. I mean, you may decide not to go forward with this project and how much time and energy could that save you in the future, you know? And then uh, another example, like we didn't have our brand marketing or message together. And then if you're spending money on advertising, you don't have that stuff together. How is the team that you hire that you work with going to know, exactly what type of message to put forward. How much money are you wasting on advertising right there? So that's six weeks that you're putting into this. I mean, I, that's something that going forward in a future business, what is six weeks in the time in, in general scheme of things? It's really not that long at all. It's nothing. I what you do. It's super thorough though. Holy mackerel. I was impressed.
0: Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were going through the whole Escala service offering. And yeah, that's, that's the level of planning that goes into everything you know it's it's uh it's funny you'll look you'll go to the plumber's house and he'll have a leaky faucet uh i think like what is typically uh innate is that like i always look at our recruitment process and i'm like well we cut a few corners for ourselves like we would never ever hire someone for another client if we did do the you know the the background checks and like sometimes we'll be like we just we really need them we're growing so quickly and you know, you make those mistakes on yourself. So, so I guess the point I'm making here is that we're actually taking this project so seriously that that six week investment, we're going to the nth degree. We're treating ourselves as if we're a client of Scala, and where, you know, we might decide the timing's not right. It's not the right investment. But like you said, if you invest that time up front, it's going to reduce the, the, the speed to market or, or make it a lot faster when you actually know what you're where you're driving toward instead of trying to figure it out while you go along
1: that's genius well said yeah big nugget right there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so okay so i mean we've covered a ton of points here um and i think what's really beautiful about your story when we talk about ppc entourage is the fact that it was the fact that you ran into problems and you found ways to solve your problems that you then realized that, well, there's going to be a lot of people that were experiencing these same problems. And, and that's how you, you kind of went down your journey and here you find yourself with multiple tools in market and an agency solution. And I'm sure, you know, the next time we catch up, there'll be a million other things that have been brought to light and additional, you know, value propositions inside of the tools you have and beyond. But, um, In going through this journey and the idea really is people listening is, you know, people might be in different stages of their journey, whether they're an existing business owner, whether they're an aspiring entrepreneur or someone just getting started or looking to scale their Amazon business. Like when you look at the way in which you kind of assess the criteria around, do I get into this business? Do I take on this partner? Like, do I, how far do I push? Do you have any sort of, I want to use the word methodology, but that's probably too high level for this. But do you have any process in your head that you kind of assess as to how do I take that step? Is this the right step for me? Like what's, a, what's the big yes and what's the big no attached to it?
1: Well, That's a really big question. And um, a lot of it is going to seem like crazy, but a lot of it is got instinct and intuition, which I follow, I meditate and I follow that. And sometimes things just feel good and feel bad. Now, I don't want to make old decisions based on that type of feeling, but a lot of times like I'll get this nasty feeling in my body, like, well, that's just not for me or whatever it is. I don't don't know what it is. So I've tuned myself to listen to that sort of thing. Like when I get passionate and excited about an opportunity that I think can really help sellers, I think that's when that's a good starting point to really doing some of the investigative work that you talked about. So a lot of it is gut instinct and intuition and just knowing and then talking, you know, we have um, a large base of people that we can ask. We can, we can talk to now. If I have an idea, I can say, Hey, is this something that would help your business? Yes or no. And how can it be improved? So we go back and ask and do some surveys and see if it's something that would resonate with our target audience. Um, But then in terms of getting into new business arrangements, you know, I think part of that intuition takes, takes some of the experience, it comes from taking some of the experience that you have um, in the past, some of the mistakes that you've made in the past, and you can boil that into what that intuition and that gut feeling actually is. So all the lessons that I've learned, you know, if I go into a new project and I know that I need a full-time partner... I know that, you know, I've had experiences recently where people want to partner full time or they want to, they want to be partners with me, but they're still working or they're still doing a thousand different things. And I know from experience, that's not it. That's not good for me. So I, I also look at past experience. Um, I don't have a direct system in place, believe it or not. A lot of what I do is gut instinct and, and intuition. And then I'm always learning, always growing, always educating myself never stopping uh, the process of, of reading books and podcasts and meditating and exercising, even though this year is a little bit rough with that, I gained some weight. Um, You look uh, you know, (laughs) yeah, thanks. But all of those things I think help to make better decisions, the experience, the intuition, keeping yourself right in terms of your health, your energy. uh, And that's how I go about it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, again, sound advice. And I'm sure if you if you took the time to think about what that gut instinct actually looked or felt like, I'm sure you'd actually probably find um, similarities as to that decision-making process for yourself. Like maybe it's a period of time where, you know, it doesn't, in my experience too, and you know, I don't know how much we've spoken about this, you and I, but you know, I've had a couple of negative experiences when it comes to, to partners and Making decisions, and I've got to say that maybe not from day one, but it didn't feel right. It really didn't feel right for a long time. And when it's something, there, it's, it's real. It's, it's there. It's real. It's real. Like when it doesn't feel right, it's probably not. And sometimes you can't exactly quantify it, but you know, I'm for me, and my philosophy is the people that I work with. You know, you are spending most of your waking hours, whether it's in the office or, you know, we all work remotely with one another. The reality is, I spend most of my waking hours dealing with all of these people that I get to speak with every single day. And so, picking those partners, picking the people that you actually want to work with day in, day out, whether it's the company culture that you go and work for, or whether it's you running a business, whatever it is inside of the ecosystem, making those decisions on who that person is or that company is and what they stand for i think will will alleviate a lot of the stresses that you feel in that gut instinct of this doesn't feel right you should you know in ways trust your gut but have some sort of system in place to understand you know a number of times okay this isn't a right fit for me or this isn't the right person for me but um yeah, I think I suspect the ideal situation
1: would be to trust your gut and then go through that whole six week process that you just went through and you're talking about yeah, to make sure your yeah. gut is accurate. Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Do
0: both. <laughs> do, do, do the gut check and then do a full data analysis, look at the financials, understand what exactly. what the scalability yeah. and feasibility of the business is, and then yeah, go through it totally. I think um, they all work in, in harmony, and that's really kind of the system that you build to make good decisions around it. Um,
1: so hey, Yoni, talking about gut check, the number one thing that I've ever done in my life where I felt things were super like aligned and ready to go was Days of Nuggets, the first year of Days of Nuggets. When I did that, I don't, I don't know if your audience knows about that, but it's a, a charitable event to raise money for Operation Underground Railroad. And the idea came and it was like instantaneously, I don't give a crap about anything else. This is what we're doing. And then the entire team was like, this is what we're doing. We'll do it. Everyone was behind it. And there was no time to do it It was literally like six hours to get ready for it because it wow, it was that, like was a a first, that was the first
0: that was the first year of it. You had six hours to get ready for it.
1: No, we had 10 days to get ready for it, but the, it, there was no time to spare. We had 10 days to launch. Um, so it was a, an amazing feeling. And, and if I go back to that feeling, that was like that was it. That was like, wow, this is really powerful, passionate. Intense. Just just give anyone, sorry to cut you off, but like for anyone
0: who is listening in, um, maybe just talk a little bit more about Days of Nuggets and
1: the actual, you know, Operation Railroad, sorry. Um, Yeah, it's Operation Underground Railroad, which is a, it's an organization that helps to fight child trafficking. So essentially every $2,500 that they raise is enough for them to break up these rings and free these kids from like the horrors that is child trafficking. Like literally like the worst, most unimaginable conditions, whatever we think it's like 20 times worse. And these kids are all across the globe um, to the tune of millions of kids. Uh, So it's a very big problem. But in the last few years, there's a lot of companies out there that are really getting the word out there. I heard about it um, at an event. Ryan Daniel Moran's event, and I know they speak at ClickFunnels and Tony Robbins events and everything. So there's a lot of entrepreneurs that when, you know, there's time, when they uh, are going to donate money at the end of the year, they donate to OUR to save money for this, uh, this uh, great thing that they're doing. So we decided to do Days of Nuggets. Essentially, Days of Nuggets is our way of giving back. And it's a collaboration with uh, experts in the space of e-commerce to each form a three to five minute long piece of content, a valuable piece of content, so that that piece of content gets shared and that we raise money for Operation Underground Railroad. So we've raised thousands of dollars. We've got millions, not millions, hundreds of thousands of views. Um, you know, it's just the second year. And next year, I think we need to t- tune it a little bit because uh, I think we could do even better next year. But the point is, I've never seen a community align behind something so quickly just because of the fact that it was for these kids it was for this mission to raise money and awareness for these kids who were going through trafficking and uh, it was a really special thing that we were all part of
0: that's exactly what I was looking for Mike let's 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 lift it up mate let's get days of nuggets absolutely humming and let's see what we can do to impact more children's lives because yeah Operation Underground Railroad you know it'll resonate with some people but you know the, I think that at its core, what you're actually standing for and the mission. You know, I got involved this year and, you know, honestly, it was an honor to be able to give up any bit of time or any bit of information or anything that that I could or we could as a business to help support such a noble charity. So, I mean, commending you for starting that, for making it happen. I know that a lot of work goes into it and, you know, it definitely is rewarding in that you're actually, you're seeing the impact of every, you know, every dollar, uh, raised has an impact on actually saving a child's life, which is, you know, it, it's incredible. So, hats off to yeah, you, my least, friend.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's at least I can do, and I, I hope that we can uh, grow it to save as many kids as possible in the future. But uh, thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Well, we're we're coming to the end here, and I always love to kind of. I'd love to hear maybe from you if you've got any kind of closing thoughts or any words of wisdom to anyone on the scale of whether they're starting out, whether they're running a business, you know, one sort of key word of advice or you can even have a sentence or a paragraph. Uh, but but oh, any... I got it. Any, any insight yeah. Yeah, that you can share?
1: I'm going to give myself this advice as I give it to everyone else. Work just as hard on yourself as you do on your business. And uh, This is something that when I, w- I built several big businesses back from 2015 to 2017. Looking back, what I was doing back then was a little different than what I was doing right now in terms of my daily routines. That was the most crushing I ever did in my entire life in terms of just like creativity and just energy output and all of these different things. And the one common denominator was I had a rock solid routine for working on myself. So I would say working on yourself just as hard as you work on your business because you are the single best asset in your business.
0: Dropping, drop an drop absolute value here, Mike. I couldn't agree more. I think that you summed it up perfectly. If you are not operating at your optimal, then everything is going to be hurt on the back end of that. And so, you know, you're hopefully you build systems and your business isn't entirely reliant on you. But for you to really get the most out of it, you need to be at your optimal. So, really sound advice, um, Mike. Before I, I thank you for for coming on one last time, um, if anyone listening out there would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to to get into the agency or PPC Entourage? What's how, how do they get in touch?
1: Yeah, head on over to our website PPCEntourage.com and we have a free 28 video playbook series, which goes over all the different types of campaigns that you can set up across all the different ad types. You can go there. That's available for free on our site. You can always email me, mike at ppcentourage.com or head to Facebook or YouTube, the Entourage Seller Community. We post daily on Facebook in our group. And also we do weekly videos on YouTube and come out with some really good stuff to help sellers grow their business through advertising.
0: Just giving out things for free, charity, mate, Mike, you're just an all around good guy. You've given me an hour of your time here. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much for coming on and taking the time to speak with me.
1: And uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. And thanks everyone for listening. Awesome. Thanks, buddy.